Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast celebrate and save at ashley's anniversary sale with hot buys your choice of color starting at just 3.99 ashley sleep mattresses starting at 250 plus receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like stearns and foster tempur-pedic purple and beauty rest black with 60 month special financing only at ashley subject to credit approval no minimum purchase required minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details Maryland got a win last night, uh, not in front of one of the larger crowds we've ever seen at Xfinity Center. Uh, hopefully that changes this Saturday. They've got 14th-ranked Illinois in town, a game you'll hear right here on your home for Maryland basketball, the Team 980. 530 tip for that one. Maryland's already beaten Illinois once. They need this one if they're going to have any sort of door uh, you know, opened up for 
uh, a run here at the end of the year. They're going to have to beat Illinois at home on Saturday. Joining us right now, courtesy of our BetQL guest hotline, Bet Smarter, Beat the Books, download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com, is Rafael Davis. Rafael's been doing a phenomenal job. And let me just mention, Rafael, I just have been a fan of yours because as a Maryland guy, I watch a lot of Big Ten Network, and I think you do such a great job on the set analyzing the games, pregame, halftime, postgame, etc. So it's really good to have you on the show. I was watching last night, and I said to Denton, I've had him on my list to get on the show for like three years. Let's call him up and see if he'll do it. So Rafael's with us. You can follow him on X on Twitter at Rafael Davis three. It's R A P H E A L Davis three. He played for Matt Painter for four years at Purdue. His last year was in 2016. So before we get to the Terps, because I do have this sense in watching you here in recent years that you kind of like Maryland um, and maybe liked them a lot heading into this year. But before we get to that, I want to ask you about your alma mater. Is this going to be the year that Matt Painter gets Purdue to the Final Four? Yeah, no, I appreciate you having me on. I have a um, strong connection to Washington, D.C. My mother's from Washington, D.C., my grandmother. My cousin actually went to Maryland, so no, I love it out east. But uh, for Purdue... Coach Payne, I think this is the year where he has his pieces. I think Coach Payne has a system that he runs as far as offensively and defensively, and it's uh, pieces. You have to have each piece for the puzzle to fit together. And I think this year he has every piece that he needs. He has a strong point guard, Braden Smith, one of the best guards in America. Uh, Being a sophomore now, I think Braden has went through something unique that no one in college basketball really gets to experience. Because if you remember, coming into Purdue – Braden wasn't highly touted. And even Purdue fans, Purdue fans were saying, we need a point guard. And Braden's sitting right there. I remember going to Braden before his freshman season, and I just straight up asked him, I said, the fans are saying they don't have a point guard. What are you going to do about it? And he said, I'd be one of the best point guards ever play here. And that's what he's doing. I mean, right now, he's playing at an All-American level. He went through having no hype to get to the peak of top top of college basketball, the number one team in America. To, to all being going away, losing the FCU, now he's back at the bottom. Not a lot of guys get to feel that their freshman year, going from the bottom to the top, back to the bottom. So he's highly motivated. The same for Fletcher Lawyer. Fletcher Lawyer is back in his natural position as a shooter, just there to make shots. Now that you have Lance Jones, who is a perfect addition, a great defender on the perimeter, can, can lock up, take guys out of games, but then he can go get his own basket. That's what they did not have last season. They didn't have a guard off the dribble that could attack the paint, go make a play for him or someone else. Zach's better, obviously, playing at a national player of the year level, but this team is deeper. They're more athletic when you think of Cam Heidi, Miles Colvin, even though they play limited minutes. I uh, just I like this bunch. I think if they um if they're finishing strong right now, but if they get the right matchups in the tournament, I think they could take it all the way. I've been one of those people. I've just always been a Matt Painter fan. I think he yeah. I think he X's and O's it as well as anybody in college basketball. I think he's been yeah. underrated, but you know the drill here, right? I mean, if you yeah. don't you know, you get beat in the first round by Fairleigh Dickinson. You lose the year before in a game you should have won. You were favored to win in the Sweet 16. When he hasn't gotten there, look, he had a great chance, obviously, uh, in that Elite Eight game uh, when Carson Edwards went for like 43 against UVA. That was that was their opportunity for sure. But do they have 
a style of play, and I would ask you if this is the case with a lot of the teams in the Big Ten that isn't necessarily conducive to winning tournament games or making them more vulnerable in tournament games, kind of the grinding style of the Big Ten? Well, I mean, I go back to that Carson Edwards year. I mean, they're just a, they're a rebound away from a Final Four, free throw right. block out, or they're a free throw make away from a Final Four. I think Ryan Klein missed one. So, I, I mean, the, the, the style works. I mean, you think back to Robbie Hummel and those guys, if Robbie doesn't get hurt, they probably go to a Final Four. So, I mean, the, you just need the pieces. And last season, the this, this style, they didn't have the pieces. They didn't have a guard that can go make a play off the dribble. You need a guard in March. You need guards in March. Yep. In the last few years, the Big Ten just hasn't had great, a great collective of guards. I think this year right now is one of the better years for guards in the league. I compare this, this year point guards and two guards back to the early 2010s when you had like Evan Turner running around, Kalen Lucas, Taylor Battle and those guys, Lou Jack, Etwan Moore. This, was, this is what this guard group is now. You have Boo Booey, Jameer Young. Those two guards are probably two of the best in the country. Tyson Walker's right there with them. Braden Smith, A.J. Hogarth's playing better. So I think this collective of guards is more suitable for the tournament. But I think when you get into March, if you don't have a guy that when that shot clock is going down, that you can just get a ball to him on the perimeter and say, get out the way, go make a play, you're going to struggle. And I think Purdue didn't have that last year. It was uh, throw the ball in to Zach Eady, score for us, or kick it out free. And it wasn't by design. The guards just were limited. They just Ethan Morton just didn't have the ball skills or the quickness or the athleticism that Lance Jones has. So I think even you look around the league like a Michigan State with their trio of guards, you look how they did Baylor earlier this year. At this point in the game, it's a guards game. And I, I like that about the Big Ten this year, that this year felt more guard-driven. This was one of the first years where the best players as a collective in the league were guards. And I think it's um, – it's been big time. You look at Maryland, you look at Jameer Young, he can put the whole team on his back and carry him to a victory. And now that you have Deshaun Harris-Smith playing a little bit better, him gaining some confidence, those two guys can make you go. And then the, then you have the bigs, like the Julian Reeves, the Dante Scott. You throw it to them make let them score just to loosen up the court a little bit. We're talking to Rafael Davis. He works for the Big Ten Network. He played for, for Purdue and Matt Painter for four years, um, ending in 2016. was a big part of some of those t- uh, tournament teams in 15 and 16. So let's talk Maryland. So for people like me who you know are diehards, it's been a frustrating season because there were high expectations. They were picked third, you know, no worse than fourth or fifth, depending on which preseason poll you looked in at for in the Big Ten. You know, they had Young and 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 Dante and um, Juju coming back. Uh, they've been excellent defensively, Ray Fell, but why have they struggled so much offensively? They just don't have the shooting. I don't think I think that coach expected to have. I know he. Uh... Talked to Coach a little bit coming into this year. And I know he, I think he mentioned Jamie Kaiser was one of the better shooters he had seen as a freshman. And he mentioned Deshaun Harris-Smith was one of the better players he had coached as a freshman. And you put so much into freshmen, and then when they don't pan out right away, it hurts you. And I think um, the non-production from those two guys early really hurt them. I think those two guys didn't necessarily understand winning basketball. And I don't mean that disrespectfully, but in the sense of when you go on the road in the Big Ten, you could take one bad shot, and that bad shot could spark an 8-0 run, and now you're out of that game. 
And it took a while for those freshmen to learn what's a good shot, when do I shoot it, when do I attack. And that's what it, that's what the game is. And I think um, the game at Illinois is when they really started to turn the corner. When it was they, it was Julian Reese, it was Jameer Young, it was Dante Scott, then everybody else shot when they were open. And I think that type of road definition took a while to gain offensively. I think they just simply struggled to make shots all season. But then I think – and then at the beginning of the year, Jameer Young got off to a slow start. It was a little shaky at first, and everybody was still trying to figure it out. But I expected – I had high expectations for Maryland coming in because they had exactly what you want. They have an all-American caliber point guard, Jameer Young, who can carry a game in clutch time, who can go win you one. I thought Julian Reese would be right there with Zach Eady as the best big in the, in the conference. Uh, Dante Scott's played over 150 games. He started over 150 games. So they have the core that you want. And then you look at Jamie Kaiser, Deshaun Harris-Smith, Deshaun being the top 30 freshman, Jamie being top 80. You expected a little more from those guys. Like I always say, you can't expect freshmen to produce much. I was saying that about Indiana coming to this year. McKenzie and Baco is going to have to be the leading scorer. They're going to struggle because freshmen struggle to be consistent, especially on the road. So I think their core guys, Dante Scott, Julian Reese, and Jameer Young, they struggled to start, and they didn't get off on the right track. But when those three guys are good, and then they get a little bit of production from somebody else, I think Maryland is a really tough out. And they got some chances left this season. I heard you mention the Illinois game. They're able to get that Illinois game and then win some. No one's going to want to play Maryland going into that Big Ten tournament. Yeah, I have definitely noticed with you this year, going back to sort of the, the before the season began and you guys had sort of the preview show, you were you were a believer in them. And even listening to yeah. you last night, it sounds like you have not given up on them. Um, no. And, and I, I don't know if they can get enough offense to go on enough of a run here uh, to win the games that they'll have to win. But I said earlier in the show, Rafael, I don't know that I've ever seen a team that is as good defensively and as bad offensively in one season. Maryland's 181st in Ken Palm's adjusted offensive efficiency and 5th defensively. And I said, basketball people will understand this. It's harder to get the buy-in on defense night in and night out than it is on offense when you're not winning games. Are you bullish? Are you optimistic that they could make a, a run and, and that they're not out of it yet? Yeah, because I'll give you one that's worse. You look at Rutgers, and I could be wrong, but I think Rutgers is number two in adjusted defense in the country, number two defense in the country. And I think their offense is 282nd. So uh, Maryland's yeah. sitting pretty if you compare it to Rutgers. But I think um, I, I am bullish on Maryland. I look at I look at who they play and the opportunities they have. You got Illinois still. You got Wisconsin. You got Northwestern. Those are three tournament teams. If you're able to beat three tournament teams and then go into the Big Ten tournament, maybe you get a first day bye, and then you're able to win that first one and you're able to get to that Saturday, that means you're beating tournament teams. So if they're able to put it together right now and go on a run, it could be similar to what Rutgers did a couple of years ago with Paul McCahey and Ron yeah. Harper and those guys when they run four ranked games, four ranked games in a row or something, something to that fashion. Teams have done it. You look back to uh, Penn State last season. Penn State finished the season super strong. They were not even on the bubble conversation, but the way they finished the season, they went into the Big Ten tournament and won some games, and they were right there. So I think Maryland is a team that, for me, I hope they get to make a run, and I hope they're able to 
pull it together right now because, one, they have teams ahead of them that they can beat, especially if you look at Wisconsin right now. This is when you want to play Wisconsin. But then also, if you look at Maryland's style of play, I think it fits the tournament. I think they get into the tournament and they can win some games. I think with their athleticism, with their size, with their physicality, with their ability to get up and down the floor with anybody athletically, I think that's what's lesser than the style of play in the Big Ten, but more so the athleticism that's hurt it the last couple of years in the tournament. You look at Iowa and Auburn yes. last year. You look at around the conference teams, even, even Illinois, they looked like they were not as athletic as Arkansas last year. You know what I mean? So yeah. the lack of athleticism has really hurt the Big Ten. And this year, Maryland is one of the more athletic teams. That's why they give teams problems. They may not yeah, be able talk- to score at times, but they give teams problems with their athleticism in their side, for sure. I, I mean, I can't believe I missed this. 282 Rutgers is Ken Palm adjusted offes- offensive efficiency and number two in the country defensively. By the way, Peichel has yeah. done a great job as a defensive head yeah, coach sure. the entire time he's been there. That team that they had that almost beat Houston uh, in the second round was good, and I thought the team they had would have had in the tournament in the pandemic a year. Penn State, too, were both teams that would have won games that year. That would have been, yeah. you know, Turgeon's yeah. best chance to make a super deep run, uh, and they didn't get a chance to play in the tournament. Explain to me, because you've probably watched every single game like I have, how is yeah. Jameer Young not a Final Ten Koozie Award winner uh, or Koozie Award finalist? How is that possible? Oh, He's <laughs> been as good a scoring point guard, and by the way, defends as any that we've seen in the in the conference for sure. Oh no, I think it's blasphemous. I mean, I can't you you couldn't tell me why. I just don't think um I don't think they're watching all of the games. They may just be ranked watching the ranked teams because even like a Brady Smith should have been on it. Because you look at some of the guys that were on that list, and no slack to them, but I mean, Dewan Harris is a really good player at Kansas, but he's also playing with two All Americans. I mean, you look yeah. at Hunter Dixon, Kevin McClure. I mean, some guys on that list that are are getting on that list because maybe they were there to start the season. And I think everyone's deserving, but you look at what Jameer Young's done. Since that UCLA game, just dominating out there out west. I mean, you look at the Northwestern game, the 36 there. You look at the minute, even the loss to Michigan State. I mean, there's no there's no nine point guards that you can line up in front of me and I can say I'll take them over Jameer Young. I mean, he, he does it on both ends. You said he'll guard the best perimeter player. He's a, I mean, you hear him after the game last night. He had 21. He could have talked about himself, but the first words he said in his post game was, "Shout out to Deshaun Harris Smith. He he got going early. We played through him, and he led us through. And I mean, that's just senior point guard. That's what that's what it takes at this level. I'm a big I'm a big big Jameer Young fan. I mean, he he competes. He's not scared. You think about that Michigan State game. He turned that basketball over to win the game. I mean, he turned it over on the break, went out of bounds. But then that very next game, eight, eight straight points in 90 seconds, a game-winning layup at Iowa. So, I mean, he has a short memory. He's tough. He's confident. He, um, he's one of the guys that I would take to war with 100% of the time. I think at the end of the season, I can't see a, I can't see a list with him not being on it, the way he's um, continued this on and been consistent throughout this Big Ten season. 
Look, in the history of this program, there have been great players and great individual seasons. He's having a top three or four individual season. I mean, you know, seriously, with the likes of guys like Bias and Albert King and Juan Dixon, the the 36-point night he had at Northwestern was one of the best individual performances (laughs) of the year. Boo Booey was great, too, but that was just a sensational show that he put on. Let me ask you this before I let you run, and we're talking to Rafael Davis from the Big Ten Network. So I'm a big Maryland guy, went to Maryland, been a fan my entire life. We hated, most of us did, going into the Big Ten, which is now 10 years ago. All right, It's 10 years in the Big Ten for Maryland. Um, I love it now. I love the league. I love the grind of the league, night in and night out, the venues, etc. From our standpoint, it was a tough getting used to. What's Maryland been for Big Ten people? You're from the area, so you recognize you know, what Maryland basketball was in the ACC and for a long period of time. But what do you think Maryland basketball's meant to Big Ten people? Has it been a non-ad or or is it something bigger than that? Uh, I look at, I mean, one, I look at Melo Trimble and those dudes, when they came in my junior season, I think they finished second in the league in their first year in the conference. So they, um, you know, Melo Trimble and, the, yeah, that was that fresh year that they came in, Melo Trimble's freshman year. They were yeah, Jake Lehman. Yeah, yeah, Jake exactly. Lehman, those guys. And then Des that Wells. next year with Rasheed Suleiman came in, they were really good again. So they'd come in and they made their impact felt. They made the impact felt strong. I mean, you know you're going to get a tough game with Maryland. You know they're going to have athletes. You know they're going to have good players. I mean, they've come in and just fit. They've made you – they haven't come in and you never – I've never had a season where I'm thinking, oh, we're going to go to Maryland and get an easy one. So, I mean, that's just, that's just a high-level respect. But what they've also done was by coming into the league, you allow guys like myself who, when I played at Maryland my senior season, I had 40 tickets go out. I had 40 tickets to family coming to the game that got to come and see me play. I mean, my grandmother went to Coolidge. My mother went to Woodrow Wilson. So, I mean, that just opens up the, the gates for the Big Ten, whereas though guys, they go to different schools because they know they can come back and play in front of family. You know what I mean? So, I thought it was a great addition. I still think it's a great addition. I think um, Coach Willard, even this year, brings a style that the Big Ten isn't used to. I think it helps the Big Ten. I think you, um, it helps them for the tournament. Say Maryland doesn't make the tournament. But teams that played Maryland this season, they have played a style of basketball that is conducive for the NCAA tournament. That's not normal Big Ten basketball. Rather, it's switching defenses, pressing some, the two-man offense, not a traditional style flow with the athletes they have. So I, um, I tip my hat to Maryland the way they came in early and affected the league, and still how they're still, even though they're sitting at six and eight right now. You talk to the coaches around the Big Ten, no one wants to play Maryland. So those those guys don't quit. Those guys play tough. Yeah. I hope that Traore and Jordan Geronimo. I hope they're okay. Yeah, right. Because if they, like I said, if they could figure it out right now, this is a this is a perfect time to figure some things out. And the good thing about it is they have some really good teams in front of them that they could kind of make some noise. So I'm um, I'm excited for the Turks. Your analysis is always great uh, on the Big Ten Network. By the way, my mother went to Coolidge. Um, so your grandmother, uh, my, you my mother, they may have been classmates for all we know. Uh, <laughs> great job on the Big Ten Network. Really appreciate the, the time, Rafael. Take care. Uh, appreciate you having me. Have a good one. Yep. Joe Beninati next. We'll talk about Ovechkin's streak and can the Caps – make a run back into contention. 
Kevin Sheehan Show, the Team 980 and the Team 980.com. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.